Welcome to the Soul Print Podcast, the show that inspires and occasionally provokes you, soul-centered entrepreneurs and leaders, to look deeper into yourself in the way you live your life and run your business, showing you how to manage, heal, and work with your unique energy so you can put your real self into the world and in everything that you do in an aligned, sustainable way. This is your host, coach, consultant, and healer, Tetsu Gustin. On the 17th, the sun transits gate 14 or the gate of power skills. In its highest frequency, we are being called to be at peace with having resources, to trust that everything you need will be available to you at the right time that you need it. That what you have right now is able to create more for others. And, you know, this energy is all about not working for material gain, but instead working for transforming the world around you. So this is a very challenging gate for most people, I think, because we all have money stories that have taught us the story of lack, meaning that what we have isn't enough because either we grow up with having, um, because either we grew up without having enough or we've been made to believe we ourselves aren't enough, hence not having enough for what we need. Does it make sense? Obviously, there are so many intricacies behind a lack mindset and many, many more permutations of different money stories that each of us carry. But there will always be that one story that tells us we have to have more than what we have at the moment in order to X, Y, or Z. How true is that for you? One of my favorite topics in my SSS program, the Soul Print to Soul Based Success Group program, is the Money Mindset and Manifestation One, where we look into what gifts and shadows are encoded in your design or your DNA and how they've shown up in the money stories you presently hold in your life. Of course, we don't just stop there, but also work on how we can reframe and transmute them into empowering stories instead that can help manifest what you desire or what they desire. For example, Having an undefined ego heart center, I've always carried this story that my own worth as a person is tied to how much money I make or what I achieve or how successful I am. You know, that said, <laughs> I also grew up as a child of the reward system method where my parents would give me a reward for having good grades and we're talking being on the honor roll good. Hi. And that programming has told me as a child that to be worth something in our household and in our family and to receive something I want, I must achieve first. Hence, growing up to be an overachiever. You can argue about me on this all you want, but I've worked with way too many clients with the same experiences and the same money stories for it not to have truth and gravity. And while it's easy to look at this and play the blame game, as a parent myself, I must say we can only parent with what we know and with the best intentions we have and be open to pivoting when necessary. Our parents probably didn't know any better. Just like probably the way we are parenting our children now would be debunked by the next generation. That's not to say this is all pointless, not at all. My point is that one, your worth as a human being has nothing to do with how much you make, what you look like, how much money you have or whatever, but your worth is intrinsic to who you are. You are worthy just because you're alive. 
You are worthy just because you exist. You are worthy just because you are. And two, I'm not telling you to learn to be content with what you have. I think that's an entire money story on its own, especially familiar to the Filipino culture where you've been made to feel bad for wanting more, especially for yourself. You're made to feel guilty because of this. So neither am I saying to kill yourself hustling because you feel like it's never enough. There's nothing like being at peace with what resources you have at present and learning how you can leverage it. Whether that's financial resources or energy resources, talents, gifts, knowledge, wisdom, and trusting that you have what you need for now. To trust that you will have whatever it is that you need when you need it to be able to do the work necessary to be able to make a difference. I mean, it's definitely a process to get there. And there's a heck ton of healing and shadow work involved. But it's a good start to identify one money story you have and ask yourself, where the heck did it come from? Which experiences taught you it's a truth you should carry your entire lifetime? Who told you this and made you believe you can't change it? Get to the bottom of the story, the origin of it, and begin working on rewriting it. Stop telling the same story again and again so often that you can't believe anything else. It's time to have new stories of abundance, ones that don't just bring you your desires, but also ones that bring you peace. Hey love, cheers to you for choosing you and for finishing another episode of the Soulprint Podcast. I can't wait to connect with you even more. So make sure to follow me on Instagram at soulprintcoach and subscribe to the Soulprint newsletter over at tetsagustin.com. Listen to more Soulprint episodes on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Soulprint Podcast is produced by the Tripod Network. <laughs>